Welcome along to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio. You are listening to Rosie and I have to say, happy World Octopus Day. Are you celebrating out there? It's World Octopus Day and we have got a very special show planned. We are going to be diving into the deep sea and I'd like to introduce my first guest who is going to help us learn about octopuses. Hello, Zoe. Hello, Rosie. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are um, you? I'm good, thanks. Zoe, you were my very first guest on the Saturday Splash way what? back in January, I think. So oh, welcome, wow. Welcome I back. didn't realise I was the first. You were my first. Um, but I know that you're the perfect person to help us learn about octopuses, but let's convince everyone listening. Can you help us learn about octopuses and the deep sea today? I think I can do that, yes. <laughs> Tell us a bit about what you do. Um, so I am a senior curator at the Natural History Museum in London. Um, I look after all of the fossil cephalopods. So some of those live quite deep down and I know a little bit about other things that live in the sea as well. So hopefully I can help. So for cephalopods, that's a big word. That's things like octopuses, squids, like ammonites previously. Yes. I look after a lot of ammonites. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. So you're going to be able to help us learn about some of these deep sea animals today. But you're a scientist. Are you a, a boat captain? Um, no, I am not a boat captain. So we're going to need a captain, a trained, qualified captain to help us go on this voyage under the ocean today. And I think I've got the perfect person. Hello, Ellie. Are you there? Hello, Rosie. Hi, Ellie. How are you? I'm good. Now, Thank last, you. last time I saw you, Ellie, you were helping me captain a spacecraft and we went and explored space with one of our scientist friends. So I feel like you might have some skills to help us captain our, a submarine today. Mm-hmm, yeah. You up for a challenge? Yeah, definitely. Now, let's, let's remind everyone, Ellie, how old are you? I'm nine and I'm ten in December. Oh, we've got a birthday coming up. Excellent. And are you particularly interested in octopus or deep sea animals? Have you got any interest there or are you just going to be piloting our ship today, keeping us safe? Well, I do really, really like swimming. Ooh. Um, yeah. Oh, excellent. Okay, well, hopefully we'll be nice and safe in our submarine, but if push comes to shove, we know that you can swim to safety. Um, Zoe, I'm going to ask you then, do you have a nice octopus fact to start us on our show today. Oh, what sort of fact do you want? Oh, any, your favourite. Tell us something about octopuses that's going to get us really, really excited to get in our submarine and go down. OK, let's start with a really basic fact. Did you know that octopuses have no tentacles? They have eight arms. So an octopus doesn't have any tentacles? It does not, no. Ellie, did you know that? Definitely not. Ellie's definitely no. giving like a quite a shocked face there. So they have eight arms instead. Yes. Wow, we've been lied to our whole lives. Octopuses have no tentacles. You heard it here first. Well, I think that's a that's a good teaser. So what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be transforming our studio into an underwater submarine. We're going to be heading down thousands of meters below, seeing if there are any octopuses, other interesting things beneath the waves. Captain Ellie is going to be looking after us. And Zoe, can you be our like science officer helping us work out what we see? I can be indeed, yes. Okay. I'll do my best. Excellent. Right, we'll go and get ourselves ready. <laughs> Welcome back to the Saturday Splash. And there we do have a splash which is extra appropriate for today because you've joined us just in time. We're about to 
travel potentially thousands of meters beneath the ocean. We have sort of transformed our studio this morning into an underwater submarine because we are celebrating World Octopus Day. And because it's October, we've got to do all sorts of spooky things on the Saturday Splash. I just love Halloween. So we're going to be talking about all sorts of deep sea spooky wonders. Now, I've got the perfect people to help me. I've got Captain Ellie, who is still with us. Captain Ellie, are you ready to, you know, get us to be safely beneath the water? Of course I'm ready. Thank you, Ellie. I love how prepared you always are. And we've also got on the line our science officer, Zoe. Uh, Zoe, are you going to be able to help us identify these things, do you reckon? I hope so. be a bit embarrassing if I can't. Well, we'll give it a go. We'll give it a go. So we are going to be... Let me just press some buttons, get our, our submarine on the move. I think our first depth will maybe head to about um, 600 metres. I think that might be a good place to start. And we'll see. We'll just see what we can spot out there. And, oh, do you know what? There's something that I can see. Um, Captain Ellie, could you describe that for Zoe, please? Go for it and give it a good description. What is that thing lurking out there? Uh, well, this uh, deep-sea animal looks quite strange, to be honest. Um, <laughs> below its uh, red kind of pointy head it has uh it looks a bit like um a web it's yeah. kind of uh translucent and it has pointy pointy kind of arms sticking out of it um which looks like uh the web is very stretchy um so it's and it has these... big blue eyes it's got you said those arms and then the web is kind of between the arms isn't it yeah. And then go back to the eyes. What were you going to say about the eyes? The eyes, uh, they're, they're very blue, just like uh, the ocean. Yeah. Like the top level of the ocean. Um, it's got, uh, there probably is, <laughs> yeah. the uh, long round ears that are sticking out of the top of the head. I think that's a great description. And I've noticed something else on the arms. Well, let's we're calling them arms for now. Have you noticed something kind of on those arms on the other side of them? I can see almost like oh, little, yeah. little spikes uh, or something. Yeah, you're right. They do seem a bit like spikes. I wonder what they're for. Okay, well, everyone listening along, have you've heard an amazing description from Captain Ellie there. So you might be forming some ideas of this strange creature that's got arms and then webbing between these arms and it's got like a little head and things that look like ears but zoe from based on that have you got any ideas what this this thing could be that we're looking at um possibly does it uh, yeah i'm sort of feeling that it sounds a bit like an op uh, uh, an umbrella with with ears and yes, spikes in it that's a great um, way to describe it <laughs> so could those ears possibly be fins are the ears above the eyes yeah, uh, they're probably orphans, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, I think I think what we might have, we might have found a vampire squid. Oh, perfect in time for Halloween. Tell us, tell us about vampire squid, Zoe. Um, so vampire squid aren't really squid. Oh. They're a strange animal that's been around quite a long time. We've actually got some fossils of these in the museum, um, and they're actually closer related to an octopus. Oh. Um, and it looks quite fearsome, and it sounds quite fearsome. So its name is. The, it means literally the vampire squid from hell, which makes it sound really ferocious. Yeah. But it's not a terrifying predator at all. It just drifts around slowly, eating something that we call snow, marine snow, which is 
everything that falls from the of the surface of the ocean so that might be poo it might be little bits of other animals so Lovely. it just kind of drifts and picks those up and why is it called a vampire squid is it has it got big blood blood sucking teeth or what, what about it's vampire-y um no, I think it's just because it's red and it looks a bit sort of demonic. I wonder if it could be something to do with like a cape. Because it almost, like you said, it looks a bit like an umbrella. Could it almost be like a cape, like a vampire's cape? Oh, yes. That's mm. a good thought. I'd never thought of that. Ellie, had yeah. you ever heard of a vampire squid before? Uh, yeah, I think I have a few times. Yeah. And interesting fact that I know about vampire squids, <gasps> they were discovered by humans 100 years ago. Oh, interesting. Captain Ellie, you've you've taken us into outer space before, and now you're taking us to the deep blue sea, and you know your stuff. I am super impressed. Okay, well, that's fantastic. We've already found a vampire squid. I reckon we can delve a little bit deeper. Maybe we can... We were kind of at kind of 600 metres there. Let's, let's, let's amp it up to maybe like 800 metres, travelling deeper into the ocean, and I think we've spotted something else. Captain Ellie... You did such a good job describing that last one. Could you describe this for us? And then we'll leave it on a cliffhanger, go to some music and come back and find out what it is. Now, this animal looks very scary. Uh, its body is very narrow um, and snake-like. Uh, it seems brownish-black. Yeah. And oh, the thing that's really scary about it is its eyes and its teeth. So its teeth are very, very pointy. They look very, very sharp. And it has uh, very bulging eyes. Yeah. They're quite bright. And also, that looks quite strange. Uh, it looks as if it's coming out of its chin. It's got this long, stringy part. Um, and it has something very bright on the end of it. I'd noticed that as well. I've never seen... It looks kind of like a scary fish in a way, but with this long yeah. thing coming out of its chin, doesn't it? Yeah. Very odd. All right, well, Zoe, we'll leave you to kind of do a little bit of research on that, see if you can work out what it was. Do you have any ideas? Um, yeah, I need some time to do some research. OK, we'll go and listen to some music and we'll be back. If you know at home what it is, I mean, well done, but you can have a little think and guess along as well. But we'll be back after this. <laughs> Welcome back to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio. This is where we dive into nature and beyond. And today, of course, it's World Octopus Day. I'm sure you had it marked in your calendar as a day to celebrate. And we are, in fact, celebrating not only World Octopus Day, but a whole spooky season of sea, lovely, deep sea, weird creatures. And Captain Ellie is currently looking after us. We're we're about 800 metres deep. Is that right, Captain Ellie? Does that sound about right? Yeah. Excellent. Mm -hmm. And just before the break there, you described uh, a weird sort of fish-like thing that we saw. You said it's kind of got this long body, big eyes, big teeth, and this strange thing on its chin that you thought maybe had a like a light or something towards the end. Now, we've still got our science officer, Zoe, on the line, I hope. Uh, yes, I'm still here. <laughs> have you got any thoughts? You're helping us to identify these weird things that we're seeing. Um, I, I have I have some thoughts. I just need to ask a question. Okay. Because I, I don't know how big this animal is. So how big is this weird-sounding fish? If it's humongous, then we've got something new and scary and you should really move fast away from it. It looks quite... Uh, it would probably be quite small. Okay, um, okay. I'm, I'm thinking maybe, like, around the size of a banana or something like that, like 50... 
15 centimetres or so. I don't think it's absolutely humongous. It's not bigger than the submarine, let's say. Okay, that's good. You guys are probably safe. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this weird thing it's got sticking out of its chin, does it, does it light up? Well, Ellie, you did say that you thought maybe there'd be a light at the end. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Okay, I think I think I know what it is. Um, so I think this is a dragonfish. Oh. So it's got quite a scary name. Um, Does it breathe and, fire? Uh, no, it doesn't, <laughs> thankfully. Oh. Otherwise, it would be really scary, even if it's quite small. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I think it's a dragonfish. Is it kind of lighting up down its sides a bit, do you think? I think it could be like, yeah, it could, there, yeah. there could be space for little lights along the side, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so that's a dragonfish. Um, it's got bioluminescent organs in it, so it can light up all down its side, and it can also light up that weird thing growing out of its chin, um, and that's to attract other prey, because it's so dark down there, isn't it, guys? Absolutely. It reminds me a bit like of an anglerfish in Finding Nemo, with the light. That's exactly the sort of thing, yeah. So it lures prey to it. Um, but something quite cool about this fish. So there's lots of other animals that light up. So if it accidentally eats something that's that also has lights, mm. it didn't want its, it, it wouldn't want its stomach to like glow and then attract it to other predators. So <laughs> they've actually got really black stomach walls, so that light from other animals it eats can't shine outside of it. I think oh. that's quite cool. So like almost if you if you ate something that was glowing, you wouldn't want your stomach to glow because it would. I guess, show where you are, maybe make you a bit vulnerable. Exactly, you wouldn't want that. Oh, okay, lovely little dragonfish there. Well done, Captain Ellie, you've been good at spotting things so far. Um, have you got any questions for Zoe yet or anything that you want to say that you might have spotted? Uh, well, in well, this part of the ocean, um, how dark is it here? Um, it's, it's pretty dark. The, you actually lose light as you guys have seen going through, you lose light quite quickly um, because it takes quite a lot of, um, like the wavelengths of light struggle to get through the water. So you're in pretty pitch black. It's just our submarine lights are helping us see yeah. these things that are around us. Now, Ellie, I've just spotted something swim past over on that side. Can you see it? Can you can you describe that for, for Zoe? Yeah, um, this looks uh, quite a lot like a shark. It has an extremely mm. long pointy gray nose well in fact the whole body looks um gray it has about four or five fins each either side of its body and quite a long tail um its teeth seem very sharp as well uh mm. and uh, there are lighter grays around its body and there are dark greys it does look very scary and you said shark and i think that i've heard that sharks have got five gills like and i think that this one if it's hard to see but it does look like maybe it has five gills so i think you could be spot on yeah. there with that it's the shark but it does have that weird long nose so anyone yeah. listening along, maybe have you ever heard of a shark deep down in the water or maybe about a thousand metres at the moment? Um, it might have a very long nose, but Zoe, have you got any thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, I think as soon as you said long nose and shark, I just thought, yes, it looks like you've got a goblin shark there. Uh, Ellie, have you heard of a goblin shark before? No, but they <laughs> do sound and look quite creepy. <laughs> I agree. Oh. 
<laughs> so that weird, creepy, long nose, that's covered in special sensing organs, so it can actually detect food, because it's too dark down there to see food. Yeah. So that's wow. quite cool. And, and it can do a really weird thing with its jaws. So at the moment, you're just seeing it swimming along sort of quite happily. But when it detects food, it can actually like throw its entire jaw outwards to grab the food. It's really strange to watch. Almost like if I had false teeth, I could like throw them out and like grab a hamburger or something like that. Yeah, but your lips are also going with those teeth. I guess that's the way to get them back in, right? Yeah. <laughs> it means you don't lose your teeth. <laughs> a goblin shark. Wow. That, I mean perfect for a spooky splash now i reckon um we should keep on swimming see what else we can find and be back after this welcome back to the saturday splash here on riverside radio you are listening to rosie and this is the point of our riverside radio station here in battersea where we dive into nature and this week happy world octopus day yes we have actually transformed our studio into an underwater submarine for this show and captain ellie who is how old are you again captain ellie um well i'm nine but it's your birthday in december so captain ellie is almost 10 has been piloting around the deep sea it's it's pretty incredible what we can achieve here in riverside radio studios and we still got our science advisor on the line who we'll be chatting to in just a second but ellie i don't know about you but i spotted something that just swam past something massive bigger than our bigger than our submarine um did you get a glimpse of it are you able to describe it to um to zoe who's on the line there yeah so this um <laughs> does indeed look massive um it's got white patches and it's got like reddish brown um patches and it, it almost looks like it's got a tiny head. It's got mm. a massive part of its body connected to its head. Yeah. And then just below its head, almost like a chin, it's got tentacles. Uh, and we've just uh, driven or sailed a bit further uh, further in, so I can see a close-up of the tentacles. And they have a bit like an octopus, so yeah. kind of like suckers, but... Um, it's almost like, I don't know what texture they'd be, but it's almost like little white spikes yeah. um, connected to those arms or the tentacles. That is such a good description there. And I think you're right. There's things that like look like arms and tentacles. I noticed that two of the, let's say arms or tentacles, I don't know, but two of them are much longer than the others. Like the other ones are quite short. Yeah. And then we've got two. And like you said at the end, there's those hooks. What on earth? Have you got any ideas, yeah. Ellie, what it could be? Hmm. Well, maybe it's to help grip onto rocks in the ocean or yeah. something like that. Nice idea. Zoe, I, we've given you some great descriptions there, I think. Have you got any thoughts? I think this could be in your field of expertise. I think this is an octopusy, squiddy type of squishy thing. Well, when you mentioned tentacles and arms, that sounded very much like, like my sort of animal. <laughs> um, so I just want to clarify. So on those those tentacles or arms it sounds like there's hooks not like a hard ring with lots of hooks it sounds like a single hook is that right well, yeah yeah okay each and it's really really big is it Massive. yeah <laughs> yeah okay i think i have a suspicion i think you might have come across a colossal squid 
well, that is incredible. <laughs> they're really yeah. rare, aren't they? They're very few colossal squid have ever really been seen, right? Yeah, they're really, really rare. They live so deep down that no one ever really sees them, finds them. We know more about them from what's been found in whale stomachs than actually seeing the animals themselves. Oh, so do whales eat these? Whales eat these. So <sighs> sperm whales, if a sperm whale strands or someone catches a sperm whale, we quite often find the beaks, all the mouth parts of these really big squid in their stomachs. Oh, wow. Could that explain the hooks? If these, uh, yes, that if could these things the are being eaten by sperm whales, having a hook on your arm, tentacle, I don't know, what would we call it? So you said you had some shorter ones and then two longer ones. Mm. So those shorter ones, those will be the arms. And it's probably got eight of those. Okay. I don't know if it's possible to count them. That's tricky. But yeah, yeah. Eight, eight looks about right. Yeah. And then those two longer tentacly tentacles are the, the actual tentacles. Amazing. Well, there we go, Captain Ellie. You found us a colossal squid, if you'd believe it, here in Battersea, just outside our radio station. Um, great job, Captain Ellie. Thank you. Have, have you heard of these before? Have you got any questions or any thoughts at this point? Um, just wondering what that massive uh, squishy bit like above its what looks like its head is. Oh, so that's its whole body, probably. So they have, like, a body, and their head looks like it comes from it. So in there, there's all of its organs. So that will be all of its stomach and everything else. It's all its many hearts and things that help it live. And then on top of that, it should have two fins attached to it. Oh, that might be, yeah. might be a bit tricky to see. Um, but there we go. Did you, did you get that listening along at home? Did you get that brilliant description from Captain Ellie there? It was a colossal squid after all. Now... We've just kind of drifted a little bit further along and there's a little bit of a sea shelf here, almost like the seafloor, but we, we could go deeper, I reckon. Um, but I can see something crawling along the, the sort of sea shelf, the seafloor there, Captain Ellie, and it looks absolutely horrendous. Um, would, you, would you mind giving that a go, describing what you can see? Uh, so my first, <laughs> even though I know it's a type of fish in mm. the deep ocean, it looks a bit like a kind of insect, like a woodlouse yeah. or a cockroach, but it's it's got um, scales, maybe, a, like thin uh, strips um, on its back yeah. that looks like a shell or something like that. And then coming out, out of the bottom of its body, it, um, it's got... Uh, they actually look quite hard legs um, made out of some very strong material than its uh, its head. Well, with its legs, uh, there's probably about uh, eight on either side. Um, and its head, they have uh, short uh, kind of spikes coming out of the top. And the head looks just like everything else. Um, probably quite hard and it's kind of beige colour. That is such a good description. And when you compared it to a woodlouse, I, I completely agree with you. It's got those like little segments along its body. The legs, would you say they're like one long strip of legs or do they have different parts to the legs? Are they jointed in some way? Because I think they kind of look... Well, uh, yeah, so um, it looks like they'd probably almost like connect through the bottom of the body 
or they're separate. It's quite hard to tell from this angle. It is a little bit tricky to see. Now, when you said woodlouse, I completely agree with you. However, this is much, much bigger. It's about as long as like half the length of my arm. This is absolutely massive. So we're going to leave everyone with that description. Um, Zoe's probably having a look in the the textbook, seeing if she can work it out. And we'll be back after this. Welcome back to Saturday Splash, where we're still celebrating World Octopus Day. But Captain Ellie just described something that to me didn't sound like an octopus. It was a bit like a woodlouse, but just much, much bigger, crawling around with loads of legs. So, Science Officer Zoe, any thoughts on what this could be? Um, well, when you described it as a woodlouse, an undersea woodlouse, I thought, okay, that's an isopod. So, basically, a sea woodlouse. And then so when you said a, it was really big... It is a woodlouse. Basically, it's an underwater woodlouse. Well done, Ellie. Um, But when you said it was big, that made me go, okay, it's a giant isopod. So it's related to things like crabs and shrimps uh, and woodlice. And they can roll up like woodlice if they're scared. They're basically sea woodlice, just really big ones. It's just incredibly massive and weird, but I kind of love it. They're very cute in a massive, weird way. (laughs) Ellie, would you use the word cute to to describe this thing? Uh... A bit cute, a bit scary at the same time. <laughs> that is a very good description. Now, moving on, my my communications on my submarine panel here tell me that we're getting quite close to like a maybe a very hot area in the sea, maybe a bit like an underwater volcano. And I've spotted something actually quite small. I'd zoom in a little bit on that to see if we can get a closer look there. Um, Captain Ellie, could you give a go at describing what we can see? So this looks uh, a lot like a snail. It has uh, red, its body looks very slimy and red. Um, It's got, it looks a bit like antennae uh, coming out of them. They're quite... Um, I'm going to just take over a little bit there because I think we might have just lost a little bit of communication with Captain Ellie, but I've noticed that where Captain Ellie said this does look like a snail, there are some things that are very different from a, a usual snail. This one's shell is black and shiny, and oh. along along its, its like slimy bit that would normally be, be going along the bottom, it's got these scales on. I wouldn't normally see scales. They're like black scales along the slimy bit. So... Um, whilst we try and reconnect Captain Ellie, um, Zoe, have you got any thoughts about what this could be? I think you say you're you're somewhere quite hot. Can you see any any hydrothermal vents like underwater volcanoes anywhere? Yep, I'm getting systems on our Riverside Radio submarine saying, yep, that's exactly what we're nearby. <laughs> oh, okay. Then I think you found something that actually has only been discovered quite recently. Oh, it's really very cool. Um, I think you found a dragon snail also known as an iron snail. Oh, wow. Um, Captain Ellie, are you there? Can you can you hear us again? Yes. Oh, good. Have you ever heard of a dragon snail before? No, but I think it does link very well with our scary deep sea topic. You are, yeah, you're spot on there. Um, Zoe, I guess this is sort of your expertise as well. You kind of look at squishy things, like are snails similar to octopuses in some ways? Uh, snails are related to octopuses, so they're another group of mollusks called gastropods, which literally means stomach foot. Oh. So those scales, are they sort of 
You said it was on the bottom of the squishy bit. So that it sounds like it's got a scaly foot. Yeah, a foot is a good word for that. Is it sort of, yeah, that would be what it slides along on, a foot. Yeah. Oh, wow. So this, I guess this is, this can live by a volcano? Yes. So this is one of those extremophiles, we call them. So animals that can live in extreme habitats. And it's got some really weird adaptations it, to be able to live there. It definitely sounds like it does. Now, we are almost coming to the end of our deep sea dive. We, we will be running out of time soon and have to make our way to the surface. But before we go, Captain Ellie, I don't know if you can spot that we've got one last thing that I'd like to look at. They're really, really small. They're just over there growing. Well, it looks like they're growing on something. I'll zoom in a little bit. Um, are you able to describe them for us at all? Uh, yeah, so it looks um, a bit like uh, a plant, so <laughs> a bit like a fish that's a plant, but it it is red, uh, very kind of bright, vib- vibrant red with probably, the, there are lots of different ones, um, different parts of it sprouting out of yeah. the bottom, so maybe four or five sprouting out, but it looks... As I said, it looked like a plant, but I'm not sure. What kind of colour would you say it is? Uh, Very vibrant red. um, Quite pretty, to be honest. Yeah, I I agree. And I like how you say, like, it looks like it's growing a bit like a plant. Um, But I have a feeling this might not be a plant because it's moving around a little bit. So, Zoe, we're going to let you think about that for a second. We'll let everyone listening along see if they can work out what these weird like pinky long spindly things could be and we'll be back after this welcome back to the saturday splash here on riverside radio where we have definitely splashed we are currently what about 1000 2000 meters beneath the surface we transformed our studio into underwater submarine of course we did um and we've been looking at something very very strange ellie just before the break there you described these sort of like long spindly things that look like they're growing they're pink in color they're quite small but just zooming out looking at the bigger picture here they seem to be growing on bones like bones of a really big underwater creature um so zoe are you still on the line i am i'm still here have you got any thoughts about what this could be i think you might have come across something again we haven't known about these for very long but i think you might have found zombie worms does that does the whale uh does the the animal look like a whale I guess it, it could be. It's just the bones left at the moment, but zombie worms sound amazing. <laughs> so so they they don't eat brains, as a zombie would suggest. They actually yeah. eat the bones. Oh. So they're drilling into the bones and dissolving it and eating that whale carcass away. And Ellie, you said it looked like they were growing out of something. Do you think that makes sense if they're drilling into the bones? Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of zombie worms before, Zoe. No, I don't think they're very commonly known about. Spread the word about zombie worms. Spread Maybe dress up as Halloween as a zombie worm. D- deal. I am I am in for that. Right. Um, we are running out of time, so I'll tell you what. I'm going to get our submarine heading back up to the surface so we, we, we don't spend too long down here at this 
extreme pressure. But whilst we head up, Ellie, you've been such a brilliant captain and so good at describing the different creatures we've seen, deep sea weird things. But do you have any questions for Zoe in general as we start to head to the surface? Uh, so Zoe, how did you get to do uh, this amazing job uh, that you are doing now? Um, so I, I went to university, I did a degree in zoology, so I looked at animals. But a lot of people who are paleontologists do geology, so rock studies or paleontology as a general. And then I did another degree that happened to be based at the museum and I started volunteering. And then I, I, I applied for a job and I had all the right skills. So I'm very organised. I like I like order. Um, and since then, I haven't really looked back. But a lot of it, I was in the right place at the right time. And but volunteering definitely helped. Volunteering, studying science and by the sounds of it, just being interested and excited about nature. Yeah, enthusiasm has got me a really long way. Well, we absolutely love having you on the show, Zoe. You make us feel very excited about all sorts of nature. We, we, we're really coming to the end now. We're almost back at the surface as well. Um, but I think because it is World Octopus Day, Zoe, I'm going to ask you for one final octopus fact to finish us up on. Have you got something up your sleeve or up your tentacle? Um, I would like to tell you about the blanket octopus, if that's okay. So I'm really sad that you guys didn't see one. They're this amazing octopus. The female's really big. It gets to 12 metres. And she's got these amazing little webs between two of her arms that she can use to make herself look gloriously big and glamorous. And the male is only an inch long. <laughs> and are they your favourites? They're my favourite animals in the whole world. Well, we'll have to get you back on to hear more about the Blanket Octopus. Thank you so much, Zoe, for being our science expert today. I hope you have a happy octopus day. I'm sure you will. You too. And Captain Ellie, thank you so much for getting us safely back to the studio. You've been brilliant. Thank you. And we'll hopefully see you again back in Riverside Radio too. Well, there's so much more coming back are coming up on Riverside this afternoon, so stay tuned. But next week on the Saturday Splash, we're continuing our spooky theme, but it's going to be Fossil Day. So we're going to be hearing all about spooky fossils and animals that lived in the past. And we've got a fantastic guest joining us who loves Halloween himself, but is also a massive fossil nerd. So I can't wait for that. But thank you again to Zoe and Ellie for today. And we will see you next week on the Saturday Splash. (laughs) 